Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. Dr. Sam Chan, the former president of Beulah Heights University, has this as his life vision, helping others succeed. Isn't that amazing? Helping others succeed is his life vision. And that vision has taken him all over the world. I wonder how would our lives change if we made a determination to simply serve others? What would be different about us? What our outlook would, how would our outlook change if we had as a life goal to add value to other people? Just think, you would be sought out because every person that comes in contact with you, their lives would be better because of you. Say, that's me. So we're beginning to deal with this with this whole issue of serving, following Jesus in serving. In Matthew chapter 20, Jesus made this statement. He said, the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom. The Son of Man, isn't it? He did not come to be served, but to give his life as a ransom. Question, question for you. When we go wherever we go, when we do what we do, do we go to serve or to be served? Do you go to serve or to be served? If we want to be more and more like Jesus, we're going to have to let the weight fall on the side of going to serve. In John's chapter 13, open your Bibles there, please. John's gospel, chapter number 13. It's an account where Jesus modeled how we are to serve one another. John's Gospel, chapter number 13. Verse number 1. It says, Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, 
the devil having already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the, the father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and he began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel which he was girded. Wow. If we're going to follow Jesus, we're going to have to follow him in his example, in his model of serving. I want to point out a few things that I believe is going to help us uh, in terms of serving. And let me, let me I, 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 I sense sometimes we wrestle with this because we act as if serving is a bad word. We act as if serving is something that who in the world would ever want to aspire to serve. So let's have a mind renewal session and get our minds around them, the fact that serving is a good thing. Serving is what you're called to do. Serving is something that will benefit you and cause benefit to come to the lives of others. But if you're going to follow Jesus in serving, let me just say this. Number one, you cannot dictate when you serve. Say that with me, please. You cannot dictate when you serve. Now, Let's look at the context of what's going on. Here we are in John's gospel, chapter number 13, and the Bible says that his hour had come. His hour had come, meaning his hour knowing that he's getting ready to die. You remember the agony that he went through when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He really was wrestling with this whole idea that I have to die. His hour had come. Not only that, so he's there at this table and he's dealing with his emotions. His emotions are all over the place. What are you talking about? He, first of all, the text says that He, on one hand, I know my hour had come, but then the other part of it is he loved them to the end. He loved them to the end. What are you saying? He loved them to the end. He's he's dealing with his feelings. At the same table, he has to deal not with just facts and feelings, but he's got to deal with his foe. Because he knows that Judas Iscariot has the devil on the inside of him getting ready to betray him. And then he knows that he's got to deal with his future. I'm getting ready to go. And in his mind, he's thinking, I'm getting ready to turn this whole thing over to these guys. On the way to this very dinner, they had been arguing about who's the greatest. 
So it's an indication they don't have it. They don't have a clue. They, they don't have the full picture of what I want them to be. So he had to model for them servanthood. And so you can't dictate when you serve. Listen to me. God will cause you to serve when it's not convenient. If you're waiting to feel like serving, you're going to be waiting a long time. Because your feelings are going to be up and down. Now, has anybody ever had to serve and do a thing even though you didn't feel like it? The truth of the matter is you don't feel like paying your bills. Am I right? You, how many would rather do something totally different with that money? Who wants to pay the power company? They should just let it, let it. Just. But if you want power, you got to, I'm, I'm going to press through my feelings. <laughs> so you got to, you can't let your feelings uh, dictate it. You can't just let, okay, I'm waiting till it's, it's convenient. No, 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 no. I can't dictate when I serve. At some point, I've got to recognize this. Jesus also was seated at the seat of honor at this table. You have to understand, here he was, not just any guest. He is the, the guest of honor. I'm not talking about, you know, if Jesus is sitting at the table. And he did something so unusual, he left the table and picked up the towel. See, you have to understand, you may be in a place where you're being honored and a serving moment will show up. This happened um, Several years ago, we were in a pastor's conference in Orlando, and a conference that we paid to go to. All right? And so I'm there with all the other pastors, and um, there is time for the offering. We get our offering together. I feel a tap on my shoulder, and it is Lafayette Scales saying, come, go with me. When he says that, I don't ask, okay, let's go. And he says, go down there, and I'm going to stand over here. And I'm thinking, go down where? He turned the preacher into an usher. I had to turn because I didn't have enough help. And so although I was at a conference that I had to pay for, I had to stand up and be an usher that I wasn't ready are you understanding what I'm saying? So you can't dictate when you serve. Here's another thing. Second thing is this. You can't dictate where you serve. The text says he rose from supper and laid aside his garments. Because you can't dictate where you serve, you always need to stay in a posture to serve. 
So he was at the seat of honor. Now check this out. So he, he got up and he got up to do something that servants would do. Foot washing was an example of humility because the servant of the house would be the one to wash the feet. You understand they were walking around with sandals. Their feet were dirty. And so the custom was they would go into a house and the servant would have a basin and he would wash their feet. Some of you do this at, at your house, not to this extent, but some of you park your shoes at the door. Are you understanding? Now, they took it much further because not that they just park shoes, they wash the feet. Now, can I be real with you? I don't want to wash crusty men's feet. Y'all okay today? Guys, just, I mean, it what these were men. Ladies, you take care of your toes. For the most part, and I know I'm generalizing, if we stood 12 guys up here, it's not going to be pretty if you took those shoes off. All right, I won't call any names. Some of them going to look like they've been uh, playing in powder because they hadn't had lotion on them. All right. said, so move on, Pastor, please. <laughs> so, so just because you're at the seat of honor doesn't mean that you get to say, I'm not going to serve. You can't, listen, you can't dictate where you serve. You could be in a place that you, you are the head honcho, but you always have to have a posture of servanthood. Here's the third thing. People will misunderstand your servant. Say that with me. Verse number six. He's washing everybody's feet. Then he came to Simon Peter. And Simon Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, what I'm doing, you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. You won't do it. Jesus answered him, if I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Peter said, whoa. Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, he who is bathed (laughs) needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean, but not all of you. Stop right there. Peter did not understand 
why Jesus was serving. He did not get it. Hear this. There are people who will not understand the level of service that you're called to. Close people that will not understand the level of service that you're called to, that you are to render. Let me tell you this. Uh, every, um, every week when we early on in the life of this church, just every week when we, when we just as we were getting started, we were probably were still in the first year. My parents would call me on Sunday morning. Listen, there were just a few, a teeny, if I had seen all y'all, as we say in the South, I thought that, man, we get ready to take Atlanta. But, I mean, they were staying away by the thousands. And... uh, and my parents would call me literally on Sunday morning and just say, why don't you, you know, why don't you do something else? Why can't you just do this? And it would be so discouraging. And I realized they are not called to this level of service. And I literally had to go to Birmingham, have a meeting with them, and explain to them why, what it is I'm doing. Because they thought Billy Ray had lost his mind. Are you understanding? Hear me. I don't know what the Holy Spirit is doing in you. But I do know that there are people in this church, people in this service. There's a high level of calling, a high level of servanthood that you have to step up to. God is requiring it of you. And you have to just go ahead and embrace the fact that everybody won't understand. Everybody won't understand. Everybody won't understand you tithing. And you know, because naturally it doesn't make make sense. You're going to give God 10% off the top and then you're going to give an offering? Don't you think that's a bit much? Everybody don't. Everybody, they won't get that. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? Everybody won't get you. You saying, okay, you're young and you're saying, well, listen, this is, this is you know, I'm young and, and I'm going to keep myself sexually till marriage. Everybody won't understand that. Because everybody's doing it. Why can't you do it? Are you, you get it? Everybody won't understand that. But the question is, if you're called to a high level of service, you got to make sure that you're walking at a level where God can always honor you and you can always honor God. Are you following? And so, so listen, everybody may not understand the hours that you put in doing what you do. Why are you, 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 you always go, you go into this place and that place, you're helping all these people. Why are you doing that? A couple of weeks ago, my son had surgery. We shared that with you. And um, we had, I mean, it just seemed like it was the, the busiest time. And um, so um, I was going, I had to go. To an obligation and again come up later 
And so Deanne actually drove him there, Dr. D, Pastor D, Deanne, I call her. Um, got a text. She, she said, you know, I was talking to her. She said, you know, I got a text. And the text was from somebody who was relentless. <laughs> and they said, okay, um, I'm on my way, Teresa Gilstrap. And she said, you want coffee? Wait a minute. They had to be there at 5.30 in the morning. Why are you serving like that? Why, why, are you, why are you going out of your way to do things? Are you understanding what I'm saying? And I want y'all to hear this. I want you to hear this. It's not just because it's us. That's not just the... She said, I can testify to that, yeah. Alfie up here on the front row. And what I'm getting at, folks, is this. Everybody don't understand it. That's right. But if you're called to it, <laughs> you've got to do it. You've got to bring glory to God through service. And there, I, I sense that there are high-capacity servers in this room. But you won't release the capacity unless you step on in there and forget what people say. Do it. Do it. Do it. God deserves it. People are waiting on it. So, so let, me, let me hurry on. So listen, I said so far that you can't dictate when you serve. You can't dictate where you serve. People will misunderstand your servant. And here's this. You can't dictate who you serve. Come on, say, I can't dictate who I serve. Now, 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 hear this. The text says, verse 11, for he knew who would betray him. Therefore, he said, you are not all clean. Verse 12, so when he had washed their feet. You see it? Verse 11, he knew who would betray him. Verse 12, so when he had washed their feet. Listen to what I'm saying. In this crowd was not just a betrayer, but there was also a person who was going to deny him. And he even washed their feet. Sometimes God will have you to serve somebody that you sit there and you go, I do not want to do this. Anybody know what I'm saying? Can we be real? So, but you can't tell God, I'll serve them, I'll serve them, but I won't do it for them. No, 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 no. They'll never get an ounce of my energy. No, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. You can't have the haves and the have-nots of your service. There are going to be some people who never will deserve it. They'll never say thank you. They, they, they can be the as ugly as possible, even while you're serving them. But God has not released you from serving simply because they don't deserve it. 
you don't feel that they deserve it. Listen to me. Jesus, holy, righteous, pure, no sin, sat with sinners, healed adulterers, ministered to, are you here, murder, anybody, you name the sin that was around him, and in the midst of all that he still served. And what I'm saying to us is this, you and I, when we're talking about serving, we're going to have to open our hearts and be willing to serve whoever the Lord tells us to serve. You cannot dictate who you're going to serve. And hear me in this, you got to do it with the right attitude. No looking down on folk and saying, mm-hmm. Being just as ugly while you're serving, you serve as unto the Lord. Are we understanding? So, so it's going to be critical that our hearts be open to people. I know, this is, can, can I talk to you? You, you know what I'm talking, y'all know what I'm talking about in this. Some people really put on the show when the crowd's there. You know what I'm talking about? They really, I mean, they go all out. When, when, oh, yes, oh, yes. But, 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 when, you, you know, when Mr. Big Shot shows up, they want to be beside Mr. Big Shot. At least they'll be thought of as a little shot. But, 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 when Mr. Unknown, Miss Unknown show up, how you treat them. This is what I found out. Learn to treat people right before you know who they are. Learn to treat people. Just do it. Just make a habit of treating everybody right. Because you never know who they are. This is free. This is not in the notes. You never know who they are and who they're going to become. To you, one day you might need them. So, so Jesus knew that they were going to betray him, knew that they were going to deny, to deny him. It wasn't secret. He made it known. He told them, one of you is going to betray me. He told Pete, Pete, you're going to deny me. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. But he still, the text says, loved them to the end. He still served them. He still served them. What do you do to somebody who's cussing you out and you're called to serve them? What do you do to somebody who's belittling you and you're called to serve them? Look, I'm getting ready to get a, dig in just a little bit more before, before we close this thing out. There are those of you who are caregivers. It's not easy. You're caregivers. And sometimes that person, there are people who've lost their mental capacity and they will insult you and do all kinds of things and it's because of the illness. Some of it is not illness. (laughs) 
some of it is just, you are the devil's teacher. You are given private instructions. And you're called to serve them. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And see, hear me, hear me. You can't dictate who you're going to serve. But here, here it is. You can determine why you serve. So again, let me say it. You can't dictate when you serve. You can't dictate where you serve. People with, will misunderstand your serving. You can't dictate who you serve, but you can determine why you serve. Verse 12. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Why you serve? You serve to follow Christ's example. He said, I am doing this so that you can have an example of what to do. Now keep in mind, they have been arguing about who's going to be the greatest, who's going to be the greatest. Can you imagine that argument? Uh, James, I'm going to be the greatest. Eh, I may not have the kind of, Thomas, no, I'm going to be the greatest. Andrew, I'm going to be the greatest. Thaddeus, I'm going to be the greatest. Peter, ha, 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 gotcha, I'm going to be the greatest. And they're having these arguments and she said, look, that's not the way. You serve, the reason you, the reason, the reason, the reason you serve is because I want to give you this as an example. The motivation for serving isn't just to be seen. The mo- that's not the motivation. The motivation for serving is I want to follow Christ's example. But then he says, it's, you, listen, he says one of the reasons uh, that you can serve also is there is a blessing associated with serving. There's a blessing. There's a blessing actually associated with it. In fact, he's, when he uses this term blessed, It means happy and joy-filled, not because of what we know, but because of what we did with what we know. What did you do with the skill set, the ability, the time, talent, treasure that you have? Are you using it to serve somebody? And here's a question. 
Are you willing not only to sit at the table, but you're also willing to pick up the towel? I'm willing to sit at the table of honor, but I'm willing also to pick up the towel of service. When I was growing up, they used to do this hymn in church. A charge to keep I have. A God to glorify. A never dying soul to save and fit it for the sky. And listen to this. To serve the present age. My calling to fulfill. May all my powers engage to do my master's will. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.